Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Wonderful to have you with me. I'm just grateful for those of you who listen, for those of you who interact as we try to understand our world and focus on action. This podcast is basically a briefing about our world that should lead to action. And that's why I'm so glad that many of you who listen are in Congress, in Senate, uh, people who are in the military, people who are in local government, people who lead businesses. It makes me happy. Of course, I welcome all of you, but I like the fact that we've got people who are about action. Now, in my last podcast, I promised you that I would talk about Taiwan in this podcast. And I've already described the military situation. I've already described the fact that China, of course, wants to take Taiwan and in what what they perceive to be some recent American weakness, they've begun to, you know, as Churchill said, jaw, jaw, war, war. They've begun to make war noise. They've begun to fly military flights over Taiwanese airspace. They've begun to put aircraft carriers and ships at sea. They've begun to jam signals and engage in uh, cyber warfare in Taiwan and all the things that you do before you try to go in. Well, uh, I've, I've just said already that I think Mr. Biden's made the right move. We've got aircraft carriers in the South and East China Sea. Uh, we're, we're doing the right things there. And so I've already described that military situation. I do believe China wants to take Taiwan. I do believe we can withstand them. I do believe Taiwan is an important island for us to defend, if, not, if for no other reason than just to contain China but also for historic reasons that I've described before. Now, what I want to talk about, though, is something that most Americans, certainly most people in the world, don't know about China. Uh, I'm sorry, about, about Taiwan. You know, when we began with the COVID crisis, when we began with the COVID crisis, we began to realize that we did not have some of the medical supplies that we needed even though it's very possible that COVID arose in China, we found ourselves reliant upon China for all sorts of medical devices, even as simple as the N95 masks. Most of them were made in China. Now, I want to pause right there and say that for our statesmen, for our national leaders to allow that situation, and by the way, that would be both Democrats and Republicans, For them to allow a situation where our primary enemy in the world, other than radical Islam, our primary enemy in the world is China, and yet here we are, we found ourselves dependent on them for respirators, for medical devices, for even for the very masks that we are told anyway keep us safe. I'm not going to get into that debate now. We're dependent. It would be like in the 1930s, uh, our food supply came out of Nazi Germany. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Be nuts. And yet that is what our leaders have allowed. And so our manufacturing policies, uh, our trade policies, we've got to pay closer attention to them. We've got to not allow ourselves to be in a situation where a crisis can hit our nation, any kind of crisis, cybersecurity, food, uh, fuel, medical devices, computer devices, whatever. And we're not, in, and we are reliant upon people who want us to decline as a civilization 
and we're reliant upon them for the supplies we need for basic survival. It's insane. Well, let me tell you something else that's, that's a challenge in this. You know, one of the crises that's going on in our day, one of the crises that's happening is that we are living at a time, I wonder if you're aware of this, when semiconductors and computer chips, microchips, are uh, very much in short supply. And as a result, uh, we are uh, in trouble we're not manufacturing them in the U.S. In fact, there are no companies currently in the U.S. that manufacture the high-end microchips that we need. And I'm talking about for servers, for cell phones, for computers, for all kinds of things. Um, we are without companies in the U.S. that make these. Now, there are certainly microchip producers in the U.S., but they don't produce the high-end um, microchips that we need, like I say, for smartphones, laptops, servers, supercomputers, gaming consoles, even, and other essential products. I mean, even air traffic control consoles use microchips. Uh, much of our society is relied on, relying on microchips. And, and our, our, again, I'm hammering our government leaders and, and those who set our manufacturing and trade policies. We don't produce those at a high end in the United States. We don't. Do you know where they are primarily produced in the world? Do you know what the world's biggest manufacturer is of these kinds of microchips? Taiwan. Taiwan is the world's key maker of high-end microchips. And here it is, a little island 150 miles off the coast of China, with China absolutely intending to take retake Taiwan and make it its own. It says it has a historic claim. We've allowed this to occur. By the way, that region is not just bedeviled by China, but it is also possible that uh, Taiwan can suffer earthquake, earthquakes, flooding, uh, the results of climate change. And we're talking about a little island in, in the South China Sea. So we are actually in a situation in the United States where we do not have domestic producers of these high-end computer chips. I'll call them for lack of a better term. And Taiwan, one of the most beleaguered and threatened nations in the world, is the main producer of them. Now, there, there is some hope on the horizon uh, it's not much, but Intel has recently announced a plan to invest $20 billion uh, in two leading-edge chip factories in Ohio. And the Taiwanese company that leads in the production of these chips, uh, TSMC, uh, is going to start a, a, a gigantic facility in Phoenix. But those are some years down the road. Those are some years down the road. So I, I, want to, I want to make it clear that, you know, we're always talking about the Pentagon budget and, and the people on the right are always talking about keeping America safe and, and you need a strong defense and the best defense, you know, be defense, a good offense and blah, 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 all these, all these things that get said at political conventions. What's not sexy, though, what we don't talk about very much is, is this issue of trade and manufacturing. And I would hope that what happened at the, what we discovered at the dawn of the COVID crisis in America will scare the heck out of all of us and make us insist that our leaders and those who manage trade and manufacturing policy in this country 
will insist that we produce what we need to survive as a nation. Can you imagine what would happen if China tomorrow took over Taiwan? That's possible. I mean, we'll go to war over it, but that's still possible. Even the war itself would disrupt the flow of microchips to the United States. We would be in a crisis of years as the production of those chips is is interrupted. We can't ramp up overnight here in the United States to produce those chips. Think about the number of things. I mean, basically everything that involves computers would be hampered in the United States. Now, that would be serious. I mean, everything that involves computers, that would be everything from medicine to space to weaponry to our basic communications. I could go on and on and on. You talk about hampering a nation. And what's our primary supply of those chips? A little island 150 miles off the coast of China. How did we get ourselves in this situation? So I know it's not fun. I know it's not sexy. I know it's not interesting for a lot of us. But I've, I've devoted this entire podcast to talking about this, uh, not because I'm just on a rant, but because we're in trouble if we don't change our policies. We should insist that our governing leaders make sure that every supply, every resource that we need to survive as a nation, I'm talking about at the most material level, is produced in the United States. We should get government behind this. We, we, should, we should have an actual agenda. We should, it, it should be like, like any kind of government initiative that we have, a five-year plan, a two-year plan. Give it some, some cool name that galvanizes everybody. We should get government and business leaders together, and this should absolutely be our goal. We are foolish to leave the supplies we need to survive as a nation in the hands of our enemies— or in the hands of those who are threatened by our enemies and frankly couldn't withstand on their own an incursion by our enemies. A little island 150 miles off the coast of China is producing the semiconductors and the microchips that we need to stay alive. Now, come on. That's insane. That's national suicide. And so it's time for us to turn this and I want you to be aware of it. I want you to be aware why. Uh, I want you to be aware of it because if China makes a move on Taiwan, we need to take a stand for the historic reasons. We need to stay, take a stand because of democracy and freedom reasons. We need to take a stand to, to uh, oppose the encroachments of China. We also need to take a stand because apparently, and I think rather stupidly, we've allowed this little island to become the primary supplier of something we need to survive as a nation. That's got to stop, but that's the situation that we're in. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.